Birds Day. <laughs> yes, yes, it's Happy Birds Day for me. Uh, and hello to all you wonderful, unique beings. It is Tuesday, November 21st. For those that are watching on YouTube, it's probably confusing as hell, but it's November 20th for y'all. Um, and we're here to talk sports. Sam, I'm not doing it with Sam anymore because Sam just sucks at it. Uh, but we'll be here to do this every Tuesday. Uh, I said we're talking about sports. Showing love to all okay. of you watching us on YouTube. We appreciate y'all. What's up? Thank you for coming in. Uh, we have a, a fairly decent rundown. Uh, we will be doing our dubs, our L's. Uh, we have uh, some more to talk about Brandon Staley. By we, I mean me. I have a ton to talk about that idiot. Uh, power rankings, nothing much has really changed. Just a foreshadow. Uh, we'll talk about our picks what we've done record wise and Sam will be talking baseball and I'm just going to sit back and watch him. Uh, and with that, we also have, well, that is that from last week that we talked about hardball. I don't really care to talk about Michigan anymore. It's, it is what it is with them. Um, yeah, but peace. anyway, what was that, sir? Peace out. I'm yeah, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm good on that too. But now to introduce the most dominated tag team from the East, the brains of the group, the number cruncher, the advisor, uh, Mr. Dry Paint, Sam, what's up? Mr. Dry Paint? I'm giving you a nickname every week. Yep. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> what the? What? what? Okay. Hey. <laughs> Everyone's like, why is Brandon always so mean to you? And I'm like, I don't know. It's, it's I think he thinks animosity is, is creates something. I bring but. things out of Sam. Yes, I do. I do, and I love um, it. Why? Why does your co-host like hate you? I get that question a lot. I do. If, I if do. they only knew how much Sam actually hates me, because he never replies to my text messages, he never says anything to me. I send him twenty thousand so things. Times. Twenty thousand okay. things. That's not. So this is what happens. Mm -hmm. So the Jets bench Zach Wilson. Okay. Okay. Actually, I found that out before the Bleacher Report notification even came out. Not so Twitter. No, I've, I've, I guess one of my friends sent in a group chat, so mm -hmm. I saw it. And then get Bleacher Report. And then, and I've talked about this for like three freaking years now. Then 30 seconds later, I get a text message from Brandon. And maybe I responded to this one, but it's like, dude, I, I saw it. Like, I, I kudos for like. Sam just never responds to me. I just don't respond. I'm working. I, I I'm like doing other things. I invite things. Sam to watch football with me. Sam has <laughs> never come to do that yet. Uh, we, I've I've asked Sam to watch Whoa. UFC with me. Sam has yet to do that. So if you, your friends that are listening to it wonder why I have animosity, question your friend who doesn't even want to see friends. his actual friend, friend uh, yeah. here. No, I'm telling them to question uh -oh. you. Yeah, tell them question you because uh, okay. apparently you leave your friend that has the uh, animosity towards you high and dry. Anyway, how are you doing, Sam? <laughs> Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, <laughs> how was the show? Oh, man. Um, yeah, here we are. Hey, happy, uh, happy Monday Night Football. Big game. Yes. A lot of confidence. It's interesting you called it Bird Day. I wonder, I wonder what. Um, I ho good luck to you. I hope it's a good game. Super Bowl rematch. It's going to be a lot. I hate that term. 
I really hate it here, by the way. Well, it's it's fact. It's a Super Bowl rematch. It's not a Super Bowl rematch because they're not playing in a Super Bowl. Like, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it, Sam. I know. Okay, yeah. Semantics. I I know, but I just hate it. It's not for the Super Bowl. It's different. How are you feeling today? How are you feeling? You ready? I feel confident. As yeah. I, I feel confident, but uh, the stress will begin very, very soon. Um, so, hence the fact that Cerveza has been cracked already. And Ooh, uh, here we go. We're just here, so yeah. we're just gonna take it as we go. Um, Man, you should I, invite me to come over or something. I, I would, but you, you don't know how to get here. Uh, so <laughs> apparently, you know, actually, haven't lost. been to your new, your new place yet. I know you haven't, and I've invited yeah. you several times. Thanks, Sam. Great. Um, well, we've 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 gotten drinks together. We've gone to sporting events together. We, we went to one sporting event together. Sam, stop lying to the people. <laughs> we haven't got drinks together either. You lying piece of. We have. We totally have. It's it when? was like years ago. It's- you're a jerk. <laughs> you're a jerk. Anyway, uh, see, this, see? Uh, so, so I pray, I pray your friends say something to you after they hear this, and then they're like, "Okay, I get Brandon now. I get it. I get it." Sam breaks my heart. It's not my fault. Wow, not my fault. Well, this uh, this guy is Brandon. He's here, so he just doesn't get fined. Uh, I am. It's good. It's dude. Thanksgiving's the best. Yeah, uh, looking forward I know- to it. Um, I know last year we did the food draft. Uh, yeah, I was thinking about today. Like, just give me all the sides. I don't need turkey at all, man. Turkey's great. Turkey's overrated. Yeah, it's overrated though. Like my uh, my my family, my wife's family, bang up job on Thanksgiving. Food's always delicious. But you know what? I could do without turkey. Just load up the sides. Let's go. Um, but yeah, what about I, you? So, I like turkey outside of Thanksgiving. I just feel like. Every turkey that I've had, no offense to any of the cooks, because I I appreciate the effort and time that you put into it. Yeah. But every Thanksgiving turkey that I've I've had, there's only been like I can probably count on maybe one hand, like the juiciness of a turkey. Like I always feel like it it doesn't yeah. do anything for me. It it literally does nothing for me. But to your point, I'll all the sides do everything for me. I'll take oh, all the sides, it. run with it, go from there. But I, I'm, I'll pass on a turkey, and I've, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. For those that are deep frying turkeys, stop, because you're gonna you're gonna keep burning shit down, and you need to stop. Yes, stop. You need to so be careful. Please stop. Just please stop. Like I feel like you need to call the fire department before you do it, because some of you people don't understand how science works and how these things actually. Dude, one, of my, one of my best friends actually texted me this weekend. He goes, I got an idea. And he sent me a link to like a, to like a turkey uh, fryer thing. Like, I, yeah, was like, yeah, I hope no. you said that's a bad idea. I hope yeah, you said I, didn't, I don't even know where that combo went, but I was just like, I would, it's delicious. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I've, I've had it, you know, done right. And it's delicious, but, and I would not mind eating it, but it's just, don't set your house on fire guys. Come on. Yeah. It's, it's, so you got football games to watch. Like, there's family. Don't like you know. Just do what do Be what smart. you can. Be yeah. smart. Also, also, uh, if you have been experimenting on dishes, Thanksgiving is not the time no. to be bringing the experimental That's dishes to the one. table. Do not. Just do don't not do. do that. It's not the time to do it. If you I don't know what you're doing, to make blah blah blah. Yeah, don't try it today. No. 
my yeah, question, yeah. See, see, if you have, like, let's just say uh, I had a, a, a family gathering, family and friends, which I would invite Sam and he wouldn't come. But if I invited like a bunch of people, I would ask what they are bringing. And then my my next question next to it is, or there'd be a line under it and be like, how many years have you been cooking this? <laughs> is the question right and if it's if it's under a year or you just say it has been a year you're out of there you're gone you're gone wow. it, it, you're gone you got to go if you're not consistently making it you need reps okay sam it's it's like saying that somebody says they're they're gonna spot you uh or or they're like hey listen i need you to spot me i'm about to lift 900 pounds and it's like have you ever lifted this before and it's like in my mind Right, <laughs> like it's not gonna, it's not gonna work out well. It's not yeah. gonna work out well. Let's just put that's, it that way. That's a really good point. Yeah, you want the reps in there. Uh, yeah. And it sounds like you just have a really high standard for um, when it comes to food. Holiday yeah. cuisine, yeah. Yeah, so. when it comes to food, listen. It when you have a girlfriend that cooks for a living, when you have a mother that throws down, uh, you you have you come from a family that absolutely throws down. I know this for sure. So oh, you've been, it, you've been I, I know that this very very well. Uh, so it's it's. We used that, to be friends, guys. We used to actually be friends. Like we used to hang out. He knows my family. I do. I do. Very well. Yeah. Anyway, but when you want to talk about has somebody like that, that's it. Yeah. Get the sports in a second. We got game changer. Time. But yeah, that's you got to make sure when you come from a background that has good food that makes good food all the time, you're a little bit judgmental about food. You may not out outright with it, but. Mentally, you definitely are like, mm, okay. In, in my brain, it's like, yeah, this isn't good. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah, you. I won't my, disrespect you, though. I won't. My sister's husband, phenomenal cook. My wife's yep. sister's husband, phenomenal cook. There you go. Um, and, you know, just two Italian mothers, too, between the two. Yeah, the, it's good. Yeah, we're, we're, we won. don't miss a meal. We're, we're well fed. Yeah. You won. Absolutely. Sure. So now yeah. let's get into some sports. This sports. Is episode. 116 of the Chasing Points podcast. I really dislike him. <laughs> I really, really dislike him. So you, you watch Sunday. Uh, I don't know how many games you watched or what games you watched, but did you get a chance to watch anything? Anything pop yeah. out? Oh, before yeah, we get I to had Red, Red Zone on. Okay. Most of, we're paying attention to it most of the day, aside okay. from, you know, dinner, hanging out with the kids, but it was on. Yeah. Um, and, you know, starting... Thursday night off, you know, rough game to to watch if you're a sports fan just in general, the the big injuries. But I didn't watch too much of last night though, I'll be honest with you. So, uh shout out shout out to Farkas for writing in the chat. Uh hey Farkas in front of man? ours. He said uh that we'll be talking about Michigan a lot in the next weeks. Don't worry about it. And he also said Sam's not lying, Hayes is lying, so he's taking your side, which is not a surprise because he never takes my side for anything, so he can kick all of the rocks. Thanks, uh, Farkas. Yeah, see yeah, he's you, looking out. It, that, he knows. that means nothing when it's coming from him at all. Uh oh. <laughs> so Let's just get right into dubs. Uh, first for me is DTR, Dorian, Thompson, Robinson. Uh, I love that you wrote it out for me in the I, notes I here. Like, I didn't know who he was. I did, just in case, you know, somebody forgot, like myself. I wasn't, it wasn't for you, Sam. Um, yeah, just seeing this young man's journey, uh, having to step in a role uh, kind of sounds familiar, like, to, like, Sam's team. But this guy actually won a game. Um, I wouldn't mind him so, under center, I'll tell you that. 
Uh, but no, I, I, I he didn't have the greatest of games. But again, you don't need to have the greatest of games to to win. You need sometimes just to put yourself in a manage, manageable position, which is what happened to Jared Goff in the Lions, which they were not in a favorable game for them and they still were able to to pull it out. Uh, but to, to see this young man and to see the emotion, I don't know if you watched any of that game or if you watched the end of it, but seeing his teammates embrace him on the sideline, uh, give him love, you know, basically tell this young man, like, listen, we know you've been through a lot. We know that we've supported you type thing and we got you like this. Let's just get this, get better every week and just go from there. So I'm, I'm really, really curious to see how this is going to play out. But for, for the moment, super, super happy that this young man Got his first win in the NFL. Uh, and if he can continue to be a serviceable quarterback, the Browns will still be in playoff contention. I mean, they're, they're pretty much going to be there anywhere, anyway with the defense. So I'm definitely definitely going to watch that for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's the I, I guess, you know, his start comes on the on the news that Deshaun Watson's done for the year. He had like yeah. a some something with his shoulder. There was like a bone that was broken in his shoulder. I, we were talking about it last week. Like I've never heard of that before. And uh, between that, I think he has a high ankle sprain too. So it sounded like they needed to get that procedure done right away. Um, that this defense for the Browns, again, you, you held the Steelers in check, which is something that's not, you know, not hard to do. They, I think they've been outgained. Yeah. Um, in every game they've played this year, but still, you know, DTR didn't light up the stat page. I think he only had like 160 yards. He threw a pick, but and not much on the ground. But he's you saw it at UCLA when he was there, and he's you know he's a fifth round pick, but like he's a, a talented guy. People, the club, you know, the clubhouse, uh, the locker room really seems to to like him, and he's he's put in a tough tough spot here. I know. Uh, there was a, a preseason game where the Jets were playing the the Browns and uh, Aaron Rodgers knows DTR pretty well and he was really excited to see him and was yeah, talking him. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah you, you could tell like you could tell he has the traits and he's a good kid and like it's a big spot for him. But yeah, you just got to play, got to protect the football and play serviceable football. And when you have a defense like the, the Browns do, you're always in a game, always. So that's well said. Who's your first uh, dub? Uh, here's the thing, too. The Browns only play two teams the rest of the way with a winning record. So they're six and three ish right now. They're right there. They're right there. I mean, the Bengals lose Joe Burrow, which we'll get into. And, um, you know, they're the Steelers, I don't think will be there at the end. But so there's a chance here for this this Browns team to to make some noise for sure. Sam, remember that time you told me to keep Joe Burrow on my fantasy team? Yeah, if I knew he was going to like his ankle, dropped, or his... I, I dropped CJ Stroud and kept Joe. Well, you and... know, I think my I think my initial thought was you got to drop Dak, and that would have been completely bad. And I so... told you I was not doing that. I'm glad yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Mm. Well, there you go. You have you have the Cowboys. Dak doesn't have a buy or his buy is over, so you're good. You, Dax, Dax had four buys already this year, but we'll get into that another time. That's um, really good. That's good. <laughs> okay. Speaking of buys, now uh, my Jets team's coming up soon. Uh, no, let's talk about the Lions though. Uh, they were losing to the Bears. Justin Fields' return after you know being in for over a month. Um, it. 
it was ugly really early for Jared Goff. Uh, two early picks, and then he ended up throwing another one. And, you know, tip balls, you know, every interception is the same, but they still – they all count the same, right? Uh, so that said, they scored the last 17 points of the game, found a way to win this game. Aiden Hutchinson, who should have been the first pick in the draft, I still don't know why he wasn't, but had a huge safety to – um, you know, to to seal the game there. This team's eight and two. Uh their offense is sixth in the in the league. They've scored twenty five or more points six times. They have a pretty good team. Uh and and Goff was looked great at the end of the game and recouped uh pretty well because I, I think he had two two really long drives to end the game, like over seventy yards that both ended in a touchdown. So you want to see that uh, the Lions schedule is not uh, not as tough as some other teams in the NFC to end the year. I know, I mean, the the Eagles are in the beginning of a very daunting stretch here. So there's some there's some room here for this Lions team to, to make some noise seeding-wise and see where it all kind of shakes out. But you got to, you have to win these games. And they did, they found, you know, even though the it could you could look at it like a trap game in the way the Bears aren't very good, the Lions are are pretty good, um, but you got to find a way to to get the W, and they did. And uh, you know, kudos to Dan Campbell and, and company. There it was just a it was a fun game to watch. Um, so yeah, that's uh, my first uh, dub right there is to the Detroit Lions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, Broncos. Uh, they wow. are on a four game win streak, Sam. Do you think we would have ever said that <laughs> to be how they started out? Uh, cause I know, I don't think I would have ever said that. Dude, the dolphins dropped 70 on them. And then the following week, didn't like the chiefs drop, like, or was they someone else the dropped? They beat. Oh the no, chiefs. there was someone else, someone mm-hmm. else put like, or was someone else put a huge number on them too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the last, uh, to see where they are now, um, yeah, kudos to to everyone there. They end up beating well, the the Vikings twenty one to well, 10, 20. Just, just yeah. think about this. We we came on here. We talked about how Sean Payton uh, destroyed Nathaniel Hackett, and and the media talked about how out of line it was and whatnot. Now that we look at this and his comments, doesn't seem like he was far off, does it? I don't think what Sean Payton said was what the context of what he said was wrong. I don't think you said it. I don't think you need to say it. Like, I guess fact, what he said, I agree with the fact that he said it. I don't agree with because there's just no, there's not a need for that. So I've always been torn with that and I'll get back to my Broncos reason why my Broncos pick, but I've I've been back and forth because I agree with what, what you say, but also at the same time, I understand what he was trying to do on the opposite side, which was try to tell Russ and the rest of the team that was there last year, like, this is going to be different and tell the fan base, this is going to be different. It's not going to be what you saw. And then obviously out the gate didn't look like whatever he said made any sense. But now the way that the defense is playing, uh, Russ still doesn't look like old Russ. Right. But he still he looks like a he has been playing as a top 10 quarterback in the league. Oh yeah. Yeah. So he, he's been doing his thing and, and, and Cortland has been absolutely been his safety net. Jerry Judy out of, out of nowhere now knows how to play football again, uh, which is, which has been great. Uh, it, it, and it's, 
there's not many defenses right now that are playing better than the Broncos defense. You got the Browns and then who's the other defense? The the Niners. Those are probably the two best defenses at the only two defenses that are playing better than their defense right now. And that is saying a lot because they keep themselves in the game with just that alone. Even even if there's mistakes on the offense and we know there's mistakes on both sides, but uh, seeing what has happened, seeing I'm, I'm seeing, I feel like I'm seeing a different fire from Russ. Like I saw the kind of passion that he had after throwing that touchdown uh, to Cortland and just being that. I think they really started to lock in after they they no longer said Broncos country, let's ride, uh, because I haven't heard that in a while, and I might have just jinxed it now, which is fine with me because I don't care about the Broncos. But um, since that kind of thing has has faded away and it's been like more focused on team winning. This team looks really, really good, Sam. And it's the team that it's starting to look like the team that we thought they could have been last year. Yeah. Right. When be preseason, when we were like, okay, this is, they're going to be stat. It's, it's starting to look like what it could have been. Cause you actually now have a coach that has that experience and is super creative. So I, I just wanted to give kudos to them on, on continuing to win and being the, the hottest team in football right now uh, when it comes to streaks. So, yeah. Dude, you, know, you mentioned it four in a row. The last three wins have been the Chiefs, Bills, and Vikings. Like, I mean, yeah, Kirk Cousins isn't there, but Josh Jobs is playing good football. This, the Vikings are still, like, you know, they're they're coached well. They have a good scheme, and they can put up points on you. Um, four, those four games had four game-winning drives, too. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Four game-winning drives all year. So, yeah, he's not the old Russ, and he's clearly playing better than last year, and that was the problem last year. Like, Russ was not playing well. And, you know, there's, you know, Sean Payton is a probably future Hall of Fame coach. and Not probably, definitely is. Definitely is. Yeah, I don't. See, I don't know enough about like what coaches are in the Hall, Hall of Fame aside from like the legendary ones. Yeah. So yeah, I I don't I don't uh I don't contest that at all. Um, but it it takes some time to figure some things out, and you know he's he's brought what has worked well in his career to to Denver, and um yeah they have good receivers, a, a good running game, and I mean. Russ is protecting football and playing well. So that's that's what you need. They play the Browns this week. Um so which is interesting uh cuz we're just talking about these two teams. It'll be a interesting game in in Cleveland for sure. Uh regular season Sean Payton 155 wins, 93 losses. So uh 625 is that percentage for that one. Postseason season 9 and 8. So it's uh 529 and then career-wise he's uh, 164 wins and 101 losses. And then he obviously has a Super Bowl that he had with the Saints. Uh, did he win a Super Bowl with uh, on being on another roster? I think maybe. I'm trying he may to have like coordinator or, um, yeah, or he's as been a with, backup, right? So he's like been with a lot of teams. He's, he started off with <clears throat> my Eagles. Then he went to the Giants, Cowboys, uh, as a quarterback, as a quarterback, not as or as a coordinator. Coordinator. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And, and then Saints and obviously where he's at. We know where he's at now. Um, Dude, to start the second half of a Super Bowl with an onside kick. <laughs> like, but, like you all talk about like 
It's got balls. I mean, if that didn't work, yeah, it's kind of like the whole Marshawn throwing it, throwing it in the Super Bowl. Like if yeah. that did work, you we look at Pete Carroll totally different. But if that didn't work, I think the, you know, the that was a huge play, swing momentum in that. In a, they're playing the Colts and, and Peyton Manning and his, you know, a, still had a, you know, what was that, 2010? He was in his prime there. So it was a, you know. Well, I feel like that was that was paying respect to him and saying, we know that if we keep going the pace that we're going, we needed something to get an advantage to get ahead of you. Because if not, we know what's going to happen. It's the same with kind of like Tom Brady or whatnot. You had the the Philly special against him. You got to have those trick plays ready to go because they've seen everything on tape. They've had they have weeks to prepare for you. They watch things going all the way back to college for you. So you got to pull something out that they they don't expect at all. Um, But your next one is is the Jags. Yeah, we I mean we spent a lot of time and rightfully so last week talking about the Jags coming off a bye and just getting the brakes beaten off of them by the, the Niners. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the Niners also came off a bye, but and, and lost the week in a row previously. Mm-hmm. Um, but this looked like I mean, I know they're playing the Titans. Titans still have, you know. Good defensive players. Jeffrey uh, Simmons is just, you know, arguably, you know, if Aaron Donald wasn't in this league, you could say he's the best defensive tackle in football, and or at least in that conversation, he's he's incredible. Um, but you still you you got to play, and they they played well. Lawrence looked good. Had a couple on the ground. He threw for a couple. Uh, Ridley had a had a big game, and um, you know this. I don't know what they did offensively. I don't know if Doug Peterson kind of took a, I know he's not calling plays. I don't know if that's – I don't know what happened, but, you know, we we both respect that coach um, a lot. Uh, you you would know better than, than most people just being an Eagles fan. Um, so I'm glad they kind of wrote the ship here in, in a way and, you know, uh, need, need to win these games because no one expected at the beginning of the year the Texans to be playing – um, the way they're playing, and they they had another great win this week too. So um, yeah, it was just uh, nice to see them bounce back um, after a, a, yeah, as you mentioned, a brutal brutal loss last week. So my last dub is goes to the the Jags there. Okay, okay, I like I like that. Um, yeah, Dougie P is my dude. I love Dougie P and what he does, and uh, I will continue to root for him down there. Uh, and it was great for them to to be able to bounce back, but we're we're gonna have to see again what the Jags do uh, against contenders, right? It's it's yep. kind of like my same sentiment. Like I obviously made a joke before about the Cowboys and saying that they've had four bye weeks, but they have a winning record against their record is what it is because all the, the teams that they've won against are all under five hundred. If you go and look right now. All of their records are under 500 for all the teams that they won against. The teams that they've lost against are above 500. So it's it's when I see that it's the numbers don't lie to me. Not not to say that the Cowboys aren't a good team. It's clear they are a good team. Um, but it's it's in it, same for the Jags is they are a good team. It's just can you beat those? teams that are over 500 that are actually going to be around at the end not the teams that you should be right let's let's see what happens when you get there and i and i'm sure with with dougie p's uh experience of, of being around and being a, essentially a quarterback guru and just and having gone to the super bowl multiple times 
uh, and actually winning one himself, uh, I, I think he's he's enough uh, for them. I mean, we we know who used to be there, and we know he's uh, night and day compared to that uh, other gentleman. Uh, so let's get into yeah. L's. Yeah, real quick, Jaguars rest the schedule here: Texans, Bengals, Browns, Ravens, Bucks, Panthers, Titans again. So okay, so yeah, a little mean, bit of both here. Tech, yeah. Texans off the off the just cuff here. Texans, Browns, they're going to be tough ones. Ravens certainly going to be a tough matchup. Um, I mean, nothing is getting had too, right? Yeah, Bengals in there um, in two weeks. I mean, so not the same happen. matchup, but yeah. And the, so I mean, you got to play angles because that's your L. So yeah, uh, you know, don't have much other than uh, you lose. You know, you're already out. T Higgins. Now you lose Joe Burrow for the rest of the year. Is it, was a ankle or a, a wrist sprain? Was there something else that we the flick of the wrist? I I don't know if there's yeah. anything else, but there's. But he clearly was. You know, there were kind of reports that he walked off. Or, I mean, I saw it. Something was on his wrist when he walked off the plane. Who NFL's investigating whether they were covering up an injury because you have to you have to report all that stuff. But that's it. Regardless, Joe Burrow will not be under center for the rest of the year for this team. T. Higgins is a free agent. Um, you know, Jake Browning is, you know, we don't know what Jake Browning is. He had a pretty good college career at Washington. Um but you know, wasn't really that impressive in in relief duty here. But uh, it's it's just a bummer too because that I was real. Yeah, I know you were too. Really excited for that Thursday game, and then Mark yeah. Andrews gets hurt immediately, and and then you have Lamar limped off, and and he came back. And who knows, you know, what that situation is. He was clearly in, he was clearly running around with a you know hurt. But you know, they're football players. They're tough dudes. Um, and then Joe Burrow. So, um, yeah, just a bummer because this team is kind of hitting their stride. And we were, you know, we included a lot of people are excited about them. And now, you know, now Here who knows? Yep. Yeah. Now so. we have to wait to see when, I mean, he'll be back next year. But my question is when? Will he be ready for the season start? I, I know the reports kind of say he will, but we'll see because there's always potential for setbacks. Uh, for Andrews, uh, since we were just talking about that, uh, I, I hope you guys stop focusing on the tush push and actually pay attention to that style of tackle because that style of tackle tackle has absolutely been destroying people. Now, to be fair, they are taking away certain tackles from a defender and essentially making it almost impossible for them to tackle people. Uh, But there are ways of doing it and and putting all your weight down. Like this is a problem because it's very similar to a horse collar. Uh, because that's what you're doing. You're you're essentially pulling it down and dropping your weight down. Um, so I know they'll probably look at that, and I'm sure that'll probably be banned uh, next season. So and for good reason, because it looks it, people just continuously are getting hurt off of that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of hurt, uh, I'm more so talking about Sam's pride. Uh, but Dude, I, well, that I, was when it comes to this. I was gone a while ago with this yeah, team. I was, I was gonna say that. Um, I'm sure of it, uh, but it's still just a letdown, and it's really a letdown for football fans in general because now we all have to suffer together. It was enough for Jets fans to suffer, but we all now have to continue to suffer along with the Jets fans because we have to watch the Jets in prime time, uh, and it is unbearable. Uh, Dude, Black I- Friday, we get to watch the Jets. Who are they playing again? 
your father's Miami football oh, Dolphins. Dolphins. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. I, this I, happens. We've, I've been saying this for years. Every year, the NFL puts together these great schedules, and then people get obviously hurt. you can't you can't you know if Aaron Rodgers was kind of playing the way we thought if this Jets team was playing the way we hoped I hoped mm-hmm. they'd be playing this would be great all of these yeah. primetime yeah, games would be great but every year this happens to a handful of teams where something happens or they don't quite get you know to where they need to be and it's just these island games these primetime games these games where there's no other game on you, you end up with matchups like last night or, you know, uh, I mean, tonight is an excellent Monday Night Football game, maybe, maybe one of the better matchups in recent memory. Um, but that doesn't, you know. I wish there was a way that they could flex out of it, but that that wouldn't be fair to the other teams that they See, flex Yeah, out, and that's the right? thing, too. And I, you're absolutely right. It sucks for the fans. And mm-hmm. I know, like, uh, you know, I know there's a lot of owners that have voted against being able to, to do that because – if you're buying tickets, you know, and you think you can go, and then all of a sudden it's a night yeah, game yeah, or yeah. or whatever it is, like it's not fair um, to those guys and and families. But it's also it's not fair to you know to every uh, everyone else that's got to watch it in prime time. But yeah, here yeah, we are. And and unfortunately, we all have to watch this, which I probably won't watch. Um, I might watch a little bit of it because I made the idiot mistake. <laughs> Uh, I'm calling myself an idiot on here. I made the idiot mistake of this week in fantasy football. I didn't start Tyreek Hill. Um, uh, why? Because last week they had a bye, and I forgot to put him back in the lineup. Uh-huh. So he's on my bench with 30 points. But, Sam, but. Yeah. I sat Saquon in, in my dynasty league this week. There's there's a thing about that though. Okay. So I, I yeah. said that was the case, right? I have him on my bench, but Dak got me sixteen. Brian Robinson got me twenty. Uh, you know, Devontae Adams got me twenty one. Tank Dell got me twenty eight. Well, Tank Dell, man. You know what I mean? Tank, shout out to uh Ty in my league. Uh he dropped him and I picked him up. Somebody also dropped Dalton uh Kincaid and I picked him yeah. up, which is perfect for me too. Uh, so, you know, this is just the time to be picking up. But, yeah, Tyree Hill sitting on my bench, 30 points. Loved it. Uh, Could have been up way more. But, anyway, I'm still going to win the game. The, the match. That's what's about. Hey, man, it happens. But, I'm anyway, I'm not the, the only one that does stuff like that. Yeah, it, yeah. it hurts. It hurts. Um, I'm just glad you put the Jets as a as getting the L here and not me. Well, um, I mean, you did. So, let's, you're not getting out of this. Well, I only uh, did because you, I wanted – yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You, you – I feel how can I say this? I feel for Zach Wilson in the sense that yes, he had the opportunities prior to this year to be the starter. We know how he fumbled the bag when it came to that. Uh how he essentially did not own up and you can see a difference from last year to this year. He learned from his mistakes with that, but yeah. this young man also was not supposed to be the starting quarterback. But with that being said, you're always supposed to stay ready so you don't have to get ready, right? But it doesn't also help when you have a offensive coordinator that's not really – he is game planning, but is not. It also doesn't help when you have an offensive line that has 
terrible holes in it, which is a part of the reason why Aaron Rodgers is not playing because you have no O-line. And it was talked about what, Sam? All offseason, all to the preseason, you watched Hard Knocks, Aaron Rodgers literally screaming at his O-line for not being able to protect. And what do you know, Sam? No O-line. So it, I feel bad for, for Zach Wilson because it's, in times, like, if you don't have, we know if you don't have an O-line, there's not much that you can do, right? Especially if you're going against a solid defense like what they did uh, on Sunday against the Bills when you have these dominant pass rushers coming at you and you don't really have time to to allow your guys to get separation. Also, to be fair, your receivers aren't even getting separation. Garrett Wilson is not getting separation, which is so surprising. I know he has an elbow injury, but that has nothing to do with your feet to get separation. Um, it, it, it's, it's sad to see that happen for, for Zach, but it also, there's a lot of self-infliction as well, too. I think, um, I think, and I mean, he does hold the ball a very long time. He does move around to try to make things happen. I'm tired of people trying to convince me that Zach Wilson is, is good at football. I'm just like, and that was my thought after the game was over yesterday. And I didn't watch all of the game, and mm-hmm. um, but you know, I, I, my friends all watched it. I was laughing at the text and just how awful it was, and then him getting benched. It was usually I look at like our notes from the year before when it comes up to podcasts, you know, and I knew it was the Thanksgiving week podcast. Happy Thanksgiving, all, and it. I didn't even need to look at this one. This was a year ago today. We were sitting here. It was after uh, Zach, um, you know, kind of threw everyone else under the bus. Mm -hmm. And he, you know, that happened and he got benched. And you reference it. He's learned from it. He's a different, he's grown up. You've seen him just interviews and the way he conducts himself. And, you know, I think. He was great about the benching. He was today yeah. when he was talking about the benching. He yeah. was absolutely humble. I respect that. But continue. So I didn't have time to grab, like, I wanted to see where he was at, you know, in the last 12 months, like stat wise. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, he doesn't have a lot of time to throw. I, I'm not sh- entirely sure that's all the problem. The, I think drops are, are a huge problem, but I did find, uh, and I got this from True Media via The Athletic. Just like since he came into the league of like qualified quarterbacks, he's pretty out of 36 qualified quarterbacks, he's second or last in all of these stats. Expected points added per dropback, total QB EPA, passer rating, completion percentage, third down conversion percentage. He's lost in all of those except for the first metric. Okay. It's been, he had a, you know, you, you want to take out last two years and just con- concentrate on this year. As you mentioned, he wasn't supposed to be the quarterback of this team, but, you know, four plays in the season, that changed. He's still 32 of 32, or, you know, pretty much 30 or 32 in all of those same stats for just this season. EPA per drop back, QB EPA, passer rating, completion percentage, third down completion percentage. He's either 30th or 32nd in all of those. So it's like, I'm so that's where I kind of just, last night was this, when I'm putting together my thoughts of what we're going to talk about today, 
I'm just tired of people or anyone trying to convince Jet fans that he's good. We went through this with Sam Donald. Sam Donald turns over the ball a lot more than Zach Wilson does. Mm-hmm. That's that's a fact. But I just don't think Zach Wilson is a NFL quarterback, and I don't. And that's fine. You know, it's a, it is what it is. It's just, it, and I I'm as guilty because the beginning of the season I was like, or when he first started to struggle, I'm like, what are we gonna do? Like, the, what can we do? You're gonna go find a Carson Wentz or something? I mean, Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs is the exception to that. I feel like mm-hmm. that. I mean, he's just. We've spent a lot of time talking about him, and he's special on and off the field. Um, and could he have done something a little better? Sure, maybe. But I just the question is, you know, it becomes diminishing returns. Is Aaron Rodgers going to come back? Are we even going to have a he's shot? Coming back now? There's no way. Yeah, he's I don't. Back. I don't. And I think even if we were six and four instead of four I and six, back, yeah. The fact that like, you know, we can't. And sure, he may be able to audible and, and call different protections, and he'll clearly get rid of the ball faster. Bless you, but thank you. You know, I just don't. Uh, I, I I just think the season is what it is at this point, and we'll see. At least Tim Boyle got rid of the ball pretty quickly last week. Well, I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, they they had several opportunities to essentially salvage uh, the season uh, before Kirk Cousins went down. Uh, they could have tried to trade for him, yep. but he has no trade clause. So that would have been hard. He would have had to waive that and if he wanted to do that. And and from something that I didn't realize, and I don't think really you did because we're not Viking fans and we're not in that locker room and you don't follow it like that, but he is loved by yeah. the players over there. Literally wearing concert T-shirts like this with Kirk Cousins all over it, by the way. That's a great shirt, by the way. Amazing shirt. It's That's a great shirt. Jalen, McNabb, Vic on the back, Randall Cunningham, Rodney Pete, you know, just, you know. Jaws just on there? You got no. Jaws on there? Jaws? No, it's, it's all the black quarterbacks from, from the oh, I put that there. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. So, okay. Ron Jaworski does not qualify. No, <laughs> no, no, he's not on there. Um, no, no, BD, uh, no BDNs on there, nothing like that. Um, it's a whole other thing. But um, they had opportunities. We, we talked about it before, about getting Josh Dobbs. Uh, they yeah. they had a chance. They could have tried to get him. Carson Wentz was sitting at home. The Rams went and picked him up, right? Uh, Joe, Hell, uh, even Joe Jeff Flacco. Flacco. Yep. Yeah. Who's they, been on this team last few years. Correct. So he actually knows the offense. He could have been He could have been here too, right? Um, well, he doesn't know the offense. That's to be fair because Nathaniel wasn't there last year. But um, it is it is sad to see how this has happened because uh, to my – I really love your defense. There's a lot of players on your defense. The Williams brothers, absolutely yeah. love. You, Sauce, my my guy. You know what I mean? Uh, was it Mosley? Uh, right. Yeah, Mosley. Yeah. Yep. So you guys got some some dogs on DJ the defense Reed. side, right? DJ. And I absolutely love what what it is, but that's gonna be wasted. And it's we, absolutely and gonna be wasted, and it's sad my, to see it. I really see, and I also see it. I'm telling you right now. Um, they're probably going to have a serious conversation with Robert Sala in the offseason of whether they're going to keep him or not. I feel he's going to still keep his job, and they're going to give him a fair chance next year with Aaron. I, and, and I think that's the catalyst. If right? it, com- it comes down to 
Aaron Rodgers. Like, if Aaron comes back and wants to play for this team, I think you keep Robert Sala and Joe yeah, Douglas. If he doesn't, then bye, Sala. Yeah. You got to go. Yeah. You got to go. Because, or, or they, but they also, at this point, I at this point, I would just say, let's pack it in and let's try to get a quarterback for the future, regardless yeah, of I think you need to Rogers, do that. Right? Like, that's what you should do. But enough, we've talked way too much about your terrible Jets. Let's talk about somebody else that's more terrible that unfortunately shares my name, not the same spelling, but shares my name, uh, is Brandon Staley. If if you uh, were here last week or been here any other time, uh, he seems to be a repeat offender. Yeah, that's right, because he was on there for me last week. So this is I want I want to justify too. It's the same as last week. Your L is not the Chargers. It is Brandon Staley for yeah. the second week in a row. Yeah. Okay, it's not. I just want to clarify. It's yep. it's not the Chargers. Uh, they are wasting again, as I've said. The Jets are wasting their phenomenal defense. He is wasting Justin Herbert. This young man. A healthy Keenan Allen, too. And, well, you know how I feel about Keenan, even though Keenan dropped a huge pass. Yeah, in my, in my end zone, yeah. That's a whole other thing. I mean, it happens. It's not. Yeah. It happens. But after the loss, the post-game interview, Brandon Staley was asked some questions about coaching. And he said, I have full confidence in our way of playing. I have full confidence in myself as a play caller, but he was talking about defensive play caller as that is what his background is. And in the way that we teach and the way that we scheme, full confidence in that. We got to bring this group together in the way that we do it consistently. He went on to say (laughs) and turned up. He was calm saying that part. But he turned the knob up and he chose violence on this next part. He said, you can stop asking that question, whether he would turn over the play calling duties, which is what it was. He said, I'm going to call the defenses. So we're clear. So you don't have to ask that again. He was extremely firm and direct with the reporter. So Number one, my number one gripe in this situation is the reporter is doing their job and your background is defense. And to be fair, Sam, he was the defensive coordinator for the Rams. And they had one really good season with a stacked defense. And outside of that, tell me what else his defenses have done, Sam. I'll wait. I can tell you. Go ahead. Tell me, please. He's been he's been the head coach of the Chargers for three years now. Mm-hmm. This is his third year. Mm-hmm. This is where they rank in points allowed. Those three years, 29th, 21st, 24th. Okay. Um, five of the Chargers' last six losses this year have come by a field goal or less. Mm-hmm. And their defense, it costs 97 million dollars against the cap so you you all heard that now sam uh because i i don't have the numbers in front of me but i'll I'll tell you prior to the rams job prior to getting this charger job his career doesn't stand out at all he had one great season with the rams it's it's that joke like he's friends with sean sean mcveigh it's like the whole like he knows kyle shanahan sean mcveigh yeah 
That's how Cliff Kingsbury got hired, Zach Taylor. Although I have turned around on Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor is he's he's a good coach. Uh, I face it was like, what are you doing? Uh, You were the QB coach for the Rams, and all of a sudden you're head coach. It worked out. He's I I like Zach Taylor. Anyway, but yeah, I'm friends with Sean McVay, so it's just mind blowing to me that he should have been fired last year. And you know, you know how I feel, Sam. I've said it to you off offline before. I hate calling for people's jobs because that's their livelihood and whatnot but if you're not good at your job you're not good at your job and guess what i've said it to you i've also said this to you before sam that some people aren't meant to be head coaches and that's no disrespect to them they can be really great coordinators be that be great at what you are i understand you want to aspire for more and i'm not the person i'm not the person to ever tell anybody to not aspire for more but sometimes it's too much for you, right? This could be a learning lesson for him. He can come back a couple of years, learn what he did wrong, and maybe get a head coaching job later on because that seems to be how it works. I have comments on that. I'll save it for another day. But I really think that he could – let's see what he's like as a defensive coordinator, right? Because at this point, like, let's – I'll use a comparison. Which but I we are seeing what he's like as a defensive coordinator. He's still wow. calling the plays. Well, well, he said he's taking over the defensive plays, so – it sounds like he wasn't calling a defensive play. Oh, oh, he hasn't been? Apparently not from that comment. Oh, he said he okay. Would be I misunderstood. So, yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm going to make a comparison. Yeah. Uh, Bien-Ami. He was yeah. up for head coaching jobs, right? Didn't get it. Everybody was saying it was Andy, it was Andy, it was Andy. Now he goes to the commanders, and the commanders' offense, they do put up numbers at times, but then other times the offense does nothing. Right. So it's just like, are you uh, what it's what have you done for me lately? It's always that in the NFL. It's show me what you're doing right now to get to that point. You and I also agree that he should have got a, a real chance before. But that's that. I've, I've turned around on the in Washington. I think I mean, you look at what Sam Howell's doing. Yeah. And as a prospect, I mean, at one point he was the top great. QB. He was the top QB prospect and. Mm-hmm. That draft year, it didn't work out, and I think he was like a fourth or fifth round pick. But there, he's right up there in passing yards, and yes, he is. And you know, a lot of the things the Chiefs have done well over the years are the Washington's getting the tight ends involved. Obviously, you have two really good wideouts on the on the outside there, and Dotson and and Scary Terry there. I blame um, Ron. I blame. Uh, Ron. Well, he, I mean, you can't lose. You know, another. Uh, I was going to have uh, another L be the the Commanders because not only you can't lose to the Giants and Tommy DeVito, you, you your hot showers don't even work. It ain't the Commanders; it's Ron. Well, yeah, that's fair because the hot shower part, yeah, that's fair. But I'd mostly put it on Ron to just yeah. Like, he's he's. Play. I mean, he's at the gone, beginning of the like, year, at the beginning of the year, if you told me that coaches were going to fired or if there were odds, those two were the yeah, those two top, were the front runners, and they one hundred percent. Yeah. Are going to be it. I'm surprised that they haven't gotten fired now at this point in time. If I if I'm that new ownership with the commanders and I see that you lost to the Giants, like in my head, I would have went, if we lose this game to the Giants, who are down to their third string quarterback, we lose this game to them with our head coach, our starting starting guys, you're gone after this game. And I would immediately sat Ron down after the game and said, don't worry about it. When you they were in in Washington, right? Yeah, they were in Washington. Yeah. I said, Ron, um, this will be your last drive here to the stadium. 
This will be your last last drive. And I would have said that to the Chargers. I would have said that to Brandon Staley. Uh, I would have been. I would have said, "Hey, listen, um, we appreciate you for your service. Your services are no longer needed." Yeah, I think that's it. I mean, you're right. I think from a from the Washington standpoint, new ownership it doesn't help when you have a minority owner like Magic Johnson just ripping you passive well, aggressively I mean, on tweets. Win, oh yeah, yeah, no, that's what I mean. Ron uh, Ron Rivera, great seems like a great guy. Great, sto- I mean, he overcame cancer and he coached, and that's awesome. But he's been there a while. He and it's time to it's time to win, and he went into the season with a fifth round quarterback. And uh, who's the backup? Uh, is it Tyrod Taylor? No, um, Brissett. Like that, you're going into a year where you need to win with Sam Howell and Jacoby Brissett. So it's like, okay, well, that's you know, it is what it is. I I don't remember if uh, Bianami was signed. With the new ownership, I I would assume it, he was, but you know I, I'm sure if Ron gets canned, and again I hate even talking about coaches getting fired, but I'm sure Bienemy will be the interim coach and have the best shot to take over this team next year for sure. Well said. Um, we're done with this. Just like the Chargers should be done with staying and like. Can I say something really oh, interesting? What? No, this is about the Chargers. It's it's bashing Brandon Staley. You'll like it. So I guess there because you were, we were talking about this press conference before during the during the day, and I hadn't seen it. Um, so I guess a reporter suggested that every opponent the Chargers play have their best day on offense when they play the Chargers, and it's almost true. I mean, the Packer Jordan Love dropped three hundred yards. The Kansas City Chiefs and Detroit Lions had the best efficiency day of their season against the Chargers. Dolphins and Packers, I just mentioned Packers, were second. The Titans had their third best game, and the Bears, Raiders, and Jets didn't, but they all have backup quarterbacks that aren't very good. And the Cowboys are in there because they've had so many good games against bad teams anyway that it wouldn't. It, it only ranks seventh. So that's pretty much true. Every team that they have played, they've had their best game. Against that defense, writings well, on the wall, man. It's, if if the Spanos family does not relieve him of his duties, then you really got to question what's going on in LA. Well, good luck to, uh, or I'll have fun to the teams that are playing them for the rest of the year. Uh, let's get to the power rankings. Uh, my power rankings literally did not change at all this week. Not could, one bit. You uh, forgot to, run- to do it, or no? no I did it. I'm kidding. I know, I, I'm kidding. Uh, it is literally the same for those that weren't listening last week. It is the Ravens at five, the Niners at four, the Lions at three, the Chiefs at two, and the Eagles at one. Obviously, this is before the Monday night game. We don't know how that's going to pan out. I, In my heart of hearts, I, I've played it out a million times. And I hope it turns out the way that I want it to, but we'll see. Anything's possible, and it's Andy Reid coming off of a bye, which is almost impossible to beat. And then also the Eagles have never beat Andy Reid since leaving Philadelphia. And Patrick Mahomes is also pretty much unstoppable on primetime TV. So <laughs> the Eagles have three things against them, so it's it's not looking great. But you know what? That's why you play the game. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but yeah, rankings have not changed. 
kind of just is what it is. Uh, Sam, what is the uh, record for uh, well, after last week? I need Travis Kelsey to go off tonight to win in my dynasty league, and Tra- uh, Taylor Swift isn't going to be at the game, so I'm a little worried. Should be. Um, but hey, uh, we both went nine and four because you remember last week we had the same exact picks, and then I'm going to be uh, candid here. I didn't post the stuff on Sunday because something came up. So I gave the Instagram listeners credit for our picks. Wow, you're generous. So we all went nine and four. Uh, But here's the asterisk with our four losses, Brandon. Denver won by one. The Rams beat the Seahawks by one. Green Bay won by three. We both had Washington winning, and they got beat by the Giants. But... You know, that's a pretty good nine and four when you look at it. Like the couple, I'd say so. yeah. I'd say I think, so. so for the year, you 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 have one hundred and four and sixty six. I'm two games behind one hundred two, sixty eight, and our friends at Instagram ninety four wins. Love that. All right, let's get into week twelve picks. No buys this week. Uh, Thanksgiving days games. We got three of them. Finally, a good Lions game on Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. Like the Lions are good on Thanksgiving. What a yeah, I'm happy about that. So I'm sure they should come away with this win. But first game is at 1230. Uh, the Packers at Lions. We both have Lions. Uh, next game at 430 p.m. on CBS. On the first game was at Fox, by the way. Uh, it is the Commanders at Cowboys. You have the Cowboys. I have the Commanders. Why do you have the Cowboys? I, I just think the Cowboys are a better team. Again, I just spoke pretty highly of the commander's offense, you know, um, but they're, you know, I just don't think they're as good of a team. Cowboys at home. Don't get me wrong. I could see the commanders winning this game. I just think Cowboys are a better team. Uh, I'll make it short and sweet. Uh, The commanders, it's a rivalry game and they play the Cowboys tough all the time. So that is the only reason, but I definitely can see the Cowboys winning. Yeah. My, my rule. No, go ahead. Sorry. Okay. My rule of thumb with division games is, you know, if you look at them and you look to go one and one just because. Okay. Uh, Sorry, eight, didn't mean to interrupt you. It's okay. It's ADD, uh, man. I just yeah. saw it and I just had to, you, you got had to go. I get it. Okay, shut up now, Sam. 820, uh, <laughs> Niners at Seahawks. You have the Niners. I have the Seahawks. Why do you have the Niners? Uh, well, Niners look like the Niners again, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um. I know playing in Seattle is a hard thing to do. Uh, it sounds like Gino will be healthy to play on Thursday night, but who knows? Uh, so the 49ers defense against Drew Locke, not that Gino is like a game breaker, but like still, um, I just think Niners are a better team. So. Okay, well, I have the Niners. If Gino is playing, I have the Niners winning. If not, then the Niners Excuse me, the Seahawks winning. But if not, then the Niners will win if Geno's not playing. Uh, Black Friday game, we've talked about this earlier, which we weren't talking about this at all. Uh, It's at 3 p.m. The Dolphins at Jets. We both have the Dolphins. Uh, And then here we go for our Sunday games, the early afternoon games. We have Saints at Falcons. Sam has the Saints. I have the Falcons. The reason I have the Falcons is I think they could just win this game. It's another division game. Uh, Anything's possible in these games. And Lord knows what's going to happen with Jameis or not. Why do you have the Saints quick? Uh, if Derek Carr is healthy, I just think the Saints are a better team. And who the hell knows if Arthur Smith's going to use that talented roster that he actually has. So Fair. Uh, Buccaneers at Colts. Uh, we both have Colts. 
Patriots at Giants. You have the Patriots. I have the Giants. This is a very interesting one. I have the Giants because I just don't trust the Patriots at all and everything that's going on there. And I just feel like it is what it is. And they both suck anyway. Uh, why do you have the Patriots? That's They both stink. I, I don't know. It's not like I can even rely on like saying Bill's the better Bill is the better coach because clearly, I mean, it, he is. Um, he, I know he spent a lot of time in this Giants organization. He's just maybe a little more fueled up to to win this game. I have no idea. Okay, I'm gonna try to get Sam to go quicker. Panthers at Titans. Titans uh, Sunday late games. Rams at Cardinals. We both have cards. Browns at Broncos. We both have Broncos. Chiefs at Raiders. We both have Chiefs. You have the Browns. I have the Broncos. Oh, that's true. That's true. Why do you have the Broncos? Quick. I I mean, we talked about it at the top. Um, I just think that I think this offense is better than the Browns offense. And if both of these defenses are playing like they they have, I think that would be the uh, the difference. That said, I do. I mean, Browns have won their last two games by late field goals. There, I anything can happen, especially with this Denver team. So I'll just I'll go with the Broncos here at home. That was a long explanation. Thank you, Sam. I have the Browns uh, because I just trust the defense. Uh, and I think they're going to rustle, uh, ruffle Russell's feathers. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Mm. Chiefs at Raiders. We both have Chiefs. E- Bills at Eagles. We both have the Eagles, even though I think that's going to be a tough game. Sunday Night Football. We both have Ravens uh, beating the Chargers at the Chargers because Brandon Staley. And Monday Night Football, the Bears at Vikings. The Bears suck, so we both have the Vikings. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, with that said... I'm going to sit back and relax on this one uh, because Sam has got some awards that have come out for the MLB. Wow. This is like UFC corner, but for me. It is. I go on mute and stop listening to you. Uh, Hey, the the awards came out last week. We didn't get to talk about it before, like give our picks or whatever, but we did pick at the beginning of the year. So if that counts for anything, Uh, I think we both had Otani winning MVP. He did. Uh, NL MVP, we both had Acuna. I don't recall who I picked, but that sounds – he's good at baseball, so that makes sense. Hey, uh, it happened. Garrett Cole won a Cy Young. Congrats to the ace of New York Yankees. Blake Snell, who someone in my baseball – one of my baseball leagues dropped in the middle of the year, won the Cy Young for the Padres. He's a free agent, uh, so that would be interesting. Gunnar Henderson, rookie of the year, the L. Uh, my NL pick, Cor- Corbin Carroll, ran away with that one. Brandon Hyde of the uh, Orioles and Skip Schumacher, former player, first year manager, won uh, manager of the year for the, the Marlins. And here's a really cool one, the Roberto Clemente Award to our very own Aaron Judge. So kudos there. That was it. That's awards. Hey, and the Hall of Fame ballot was announced. Uh, the results are live at the end of January. Ceremony, of course, in Cooperstown. On the 21st, I think the most notable name here is Adrian Beltre. Um, I mean, then you have Chase Utley, Joe Maurer, David Wright. I think Utley and Maurer would be interesting, but Beltre, if he doesn't make it in immediately, it'll be next year. And, you know, the rest of the ballot, uh, guys from from the past have been creeping up. It looks like Todd, you need 75% votes to get into the, uh, the Hall of Fame. Todd Helton was about 72% last year. I don't necessarily think Todd Hetland's a Hall of Famer, but hey, there you go. 
Billy Wagner is in his ninth year. You only get 10 um, to stay on the ballot, at least. He was at 68%. And Andrew Jones, in his seventh year, um, had 58%. Both of those last two jumped 17 points from the previous year. So there's some momentum there, and it probably speaks to the lack of elite talent on the ballot. So you got to vote for someone in a way. So I wouldn't be surprised if those guys got in soon. Um, yeah, I say, it's crazy to see that that Andrew Jones is still not in there. and he, This is his seventh year because yeah. uh, that man was absolutely raking during his time. It was a big part of the brave success in the success in that early time in the early nineties and whatnot. Yeah. Wasn't he playing in the 96 world series? Wasn't he like 19, 20 years old? Yep. Assistant. Yep. And uh, Chipper. Who else is on? Yeah. Smoltz. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Smoltz, Maddox and Glavin. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Crazy rotation by the way. Um, yeah, that's, that's very, very interesting to see. I mean, I'd like to see, uh, Todd as well go there, but also from the first the first timers ballot, uh, I want to see the fat toad get in. Um, that is Bartolo Colon. For those that don't know, I um, thought the, I thought George Steinbrenner named Hideki uh, Hideki Arabu fat toad. Well, I've they they've named the people have named him fat toad. So I'll go with the people because I'm a man of the people. Uh, it'd be interesting to see what how long it takes Jose Reyes if he gets in. Sexy Bartolo Colon. <laughs> yes, Sam. Goodness gracious. Uh, I'm Chase sorry. What'd you say? Yeah. Chase Butley. Uh, I could see probably taking maybe a couple of years. Same with Joe. I don't think it's gonna be too long, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm curious to see how long it's gonna take Jose Reyes to get in if he does. I don't think he's gonna. I, yeah, that's why I said if he does, I don't. I didn't. Same with. Jose Batista, I don't see him either. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, yeah the full list of first timers here: David Wright, Bartolo Colon, Matt Holiday, Adrian Gonzalez, Reyes, as you mentioned, Joey Bats, Jose Batista, Victor Martinez, Jamie Shields, and uh, Brennan Phillips. Yeah, it's, just, it's. I mean, for for me, Sam, I, I just reading this list, and this is the last thing I'll have to say about this is just reading this list is just. This is our childhood. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is literally our childhood. We we watch these people and these these people are eligible for the Hall of Fame. So that says that we are old. So uh, yeah, love that feeling. Great. I remember being in high school buying Joe Mauer rookie cards mm. when he came out. I think my cousin lives in Minnesota. Like her roommate was dating Joe Mauer. I don't know if they got married or not. Like I don't know what that whole. I don't remember. Anyway. You feel old as hell. It's like, wow. And then to think the first two picks in the draft two years ago, one, two, were Andrew Jones's kid and Matt Holiday's kid, and Jackson Holiday is runaway best prospect in baseball um, at, right now. So it's just like you feel like super old. Yeah. Well, I so, love it. I'm, I'm glad that we, we're around and we're grateful enough or fortunate enough to, to see the parents and then now see the – the children who watched them play. And so we got to endure that and we can still watch them as they grow through their career. Lord willing, we'll be able to see all of their careers too. If they blossom into something really, really well. Um, with that said, Sam, is there anything that you are looking forward to before we get out of here? Yeah, man. Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, enjoy the time with your friends and family. Stay safe and definitely, uh, you know, just take a tick. And in my Brandon last 
moments of the podcast. Just take a minute and look around and just take in what you have. And you may not be where you think you want to be or, you know, things may not have the outcome you want, but just you got two feet on the ground and um, you got up this morning and that's, that's a blessing. So uh, just be, you know, I'm thankful for that and having a family and getting to do all the silly holiday things with them. It's they're at, you know, the age where it's just, I mean, it's always going to be fun, but it's, it's, it's fun. So I'm just thankful for that and get to watch some, some good football games and have good friends like my, my co-host here, Brandon. Don't put me in that bracket. You don't even hang out with me. Um, I, I, well, I talked to you. I talk to you more than most people in my life. I know life. you do. I talk to you. You're one of my lot. closest friends. Yeah, I, you really I agree. Are. You suck. I love you. And this is. I love you too. You man. know. You know the words that I say are obviously all love because of course you don't even see the the jokes that we have and stuff we talk about in our text. So that's that. A lot of it should not be talked about anywhere else anyway. But um, uh, also your your moment that you just shared. It sounded. It made me proud because it sounded a lot like things that I say, and I don't say that as me taking compliment for it. I'm saying it just it it's it's another reason it lets me know that we we think and have similar wavelengths on certain things, and it's 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 always about at least for me at this time around this time I I think about uh, those that don't have yeah right um and yeah. I. I I just remember having a conversation with a friend and I've talked about it with, with Dame a couple of times, a friend from high school. And I just remember when we were kids and him saying, he was like, well, do you think you're better than me? Cause you have both of your parents. And like, for me, it never dawned on me in that aspect of thinking like how deep, deeply somebody thinks that way, even though uh, my cousin, some of my cousins didn't have their, their fathers around or whatnot. And it, it's, you never know how hard other people are having it. And, and yeah. some people will project on you and it's not you. So I, I challenge you not only for this time of the year, but going forward and for the rest of your life is when somebody is projecting on you and it's kind of coming out of nowhere, take a step back and try to think where they're coming from. Because most of the times when they are projecting, like that towards you, it's they're going through something and this is their way of letting out those demons or that energy that they have in them. Just take a second and, and tell them that, hey, I love you. It could be a stranger that just came in. You could be working at retail. And for those that work at retail, I'm praying for you. God bless. I know what this time of year is and I've been there so many times. So I'm I'm definitely speaking to you, but I'm speaking in general. But uh, just take that moment and just tell, hey, listen, you okay? You know, everything's all right. Like you want to, you want to talk like all seriousness, like you okay? Like we can have that conversation. You'd be surprised what people will do in a moment like that. When you actually take a second to humanize them and don't just look at them as something else. So I definitely challenge you guys to do that um, for sure. Um, and that's enough for me saying all of that. So Sam, take us on home. Yeah, man. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. And we are certainly thankful for you. We're closing in on three years of this beautiful project. And, um, you know, we, we truly enjoy doing this all the time. So episode 116 in the books. Thank you. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, your mailman, whatever. 
just tell tell people it it, it helps and uh we look forward to uh to what's next so uh until uh next time peace listen as we just talked about it's the holiday season wash your damn hands and if you aren't feeling well stay home and stay away from people this is a germ season i'm not trying to miss out on my mama's food I'm also not trying to miss out time with my friends and family, excluding Sam because he doesn't want to hang out with me. But I will tell you all this. Just wash your damn hands. Be clean. It's not that hard. Wash them. Hand sanitizer at Dollar Tree for a dollar. Go ahead and get that. I'm not. 20 seconds. Them. Just get 20 it. seconds. Just, just wash, wash your hands. Them. You nasty, dirty piece of All right, bye.